Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, we thank you for an opportunity this evening to be in your presence, to hear your word, and to flow in your wisdom and your spirit. We pray for the anointing to be free, flow amongst us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for a night of miracles, a night of your power and of your wisdom. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for your great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to sing this song, if you know it. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. He will touch you. He will touch and make you whole. And make you whole. Sing it with me one more time. Rise and be healed. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. He will touch you tonight. He will touch you and me. Sing it for the last time. Rise and be healed. Rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. Let faith arise in your soul. Let faith arise in your soul. Rise and be healed. Rise and be the name of Jesus. He will touch me tonight. He will touch and make me whole. And make me whole. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Um, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And we want to continue. I'm just sharing with you about the manifestations of the Spirit. And First um, Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Phanerosis means the manifestations. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, or spirituals. Now whenever you see a word, I think it's a bit loud. Whenever you see a word in italics in the King James Version, 
of the Bible, it means that the word was not there, but was introduced by the translators to make things clearer. So they are, they are just letting you know that that word was not there. They added it. So you see here, now concerning spiritual gifts. So that word, gifts, was not uh, originally there. So actually, what this verse says is concerning spirituals. All right? Concerning spirituals. Or things that are spiritual. I would not have you ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant about things that are spiritual. Okay? In other words, things that are not physical. The reason why it's important to know, especially with this particular word, is that you get the impression that these are things that are given. You know, like when a present is given to somebody, it's like there's something that was there, and then something is given to someone. And then it's like he has it. And you know, like gifts are not things that are given to everybody. So already we sort of feel that there are some people that are uh, privileged to have these gifts. And already there are some that are not going to have it no matter what we do. Is that not so? No matter how you preach or what you say, some are excluded anyway. Is that not so? All right. Verse 2. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit, and there are diversities of administrations but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operations, but is this the same God? which worketh all in all. Amen. And then it goes on and it says, but the manifestation, all right, or the phanerosis of the Spirit is given to a few, is given to one or two special pastors, is given to who? Everyone, every man to, to take you backwards. To demote you to do what to make you stay the same to make you happy to make you inspired to make you rejoice to do what to profit you to make it things better all right to give you an advantage to make things better for you betterment hallelujah hallelujah thank you holy spirit I was asking the Lord something earlier today and the Lord just answered me. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. This program is meant to make things better for you. Hallelujah. And so anything that needs to be said or done to make things better for you is what the Spirit will do. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Because God knows your needs and he knows my needs. And so what we need is what the Spirit will do. He will do what will make us profit. In other words, he will do what something that will benefit us. Now when we talk about the gifts of the Spirit, again, it's not the gifts. They are spiritual things. 
And God is saying that do not be ignorant of things that are spiritual. The anointing is given to help you. I say the anointing on a pastor is for your benefit. The, the program that we are holding, if the Holy Spirit is leading us, will have some benefit for your life. Amen. And so God knows what is beneficial for me and for you. What we need that will profit us and improve our situation and make things better for us. And so the Holy Ghost at every point in time is ready to say something and do something that will be beneficial or profitable for us. And so we must know the works of the Spirit by that thing, by looking at the fact that the Spirit leads us to do things that are helpful for the people at that time. And the benefits or the profits of what we need vary from time to time. If you were in a country like Rwanda, perhaps the only thing that would be of benefit to you there is to be able to get out of the country. If you were in a country like Sierra Leone at a certain point, the only thing that would be useful for you, not even money, because money at a point, where's Eric, does not benefit you. Is that not so? There's a point at which money is of no value. There's a point at which a car is of no value. Mercedes-Benz are lying around. Nobody can drive it. Nobody can drive a car. So if I come to Sierra Leone preaching that God is going to give you a car, when the people don't need cars, what the people need is escape. Out of free time, a way out of the place. And so what God is saying, is showing us is that the Holy Spirit always has something that will profit you. Today. Now. For now. Next year, we may need something else that will profit us. And God is saying he wants to give us something that is profitable for us today. Can I have an amen? amen. All right. Now notice, tell the person sitting next to you, something profitable is coming your way today. How many are glad that God always has something profitable for you? Praise the Lord. Man, thank you, Holy Ghost. I love it. I just love the spirit. Hallelujah. Now, for to one is given by... Now, when this spirit of God begins to work, we begin to see certain things at work. First one is what? For one, to one is given by the spirit a, the word of wisdom. Amen. And to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. So, the very first manifestations, which are signs of the presence of the mighty spirit of God, are words of wisdom, words of knowledge. You see, we understand words of wisdom to be the pastor is standing on stage and then he comes up with a word. And he said, there is somebody wearing a red shirt and she's sitting at the back there. You drive a car, a white car, car number GR1422Q. Uh, your name is Araba. God says that tomorrow, tomorrow you must not travel, but you must travel on Tuesday. That is what we understand to be the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. Again, we have categorized God into a formula. And I have noticed one thing about God that any formula you make for him, he will escape immediately. 
God is an escaping God. He will not be bound by your formula or by my formula. He will resist the formula because he is not a computer. You can press a button and make a jumbo jet 747, which is carrying armored cars, armored tanks, and carry 400, 500 people. You can make it go up into the air and make it come down. It's a very big, huge thing. And a jumbo jet 747 is three or four stories high. It's about as high as the Grace Tower when it's standing on the, on the floor. It's very, very tall. If ever you are up there, upstairs on the 747, you have to jump down, pray about it. Because it's a long way down. Now you can make such a big thing go up by pressing a button. And by doing something, you know, you push something or you press something, the thing starts to move. But you cannot move God in that way. Because God is not a formula. God is not a machine. God is not a computer. He refuses to be computerized. He refuses to be programmed. And so we have restricted God and the move of the Spirit of God to certain things. We have said that God, when he moves, is going to move in this way. There's going to be a pastor who will stand there and say, there's a sister upstairs called Yah. You have a, a, a friend called Kwesi is trying to uh, belavedose you. But that says the Spirit of God. It's not Kwesi, it's Kofi. And immediately we think that that is the word of wisdom. But we don't see the words. As the pastor opens the Bible and starts to read, words of wisdom come forth that change your life. Words full of knowledge come forth. And they are all powerful manifestations of the spirit to help the church. And that is why the preaching of the word can keep you awake. That is why you can find sometimes when I'm preaching at certain meetings, we can go on for a long time and nobody will sleep. Oh yes, I can preach for 12 hours and you won't sleep. I'll stay with you. Amen. When I'm preaching for a very long time and you fall asleep and the people are, a lot of people are sleeping, then I take it that God has finished working. And I'll close the meeting. Hallelujah. But it's because the Spirit is giving words of wisdom, words of knowledge. Amen. Now, when we say a word, we realize that it is not a sentence. It is not a book. It is not a big volume of words. A word is a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. All right? Now, it's characteristic, you see, because God is giving us this word of wisdom because if we are walking in his word, we will be so full of wisdom that all we will need are occasional special words of wisdom to complement the wisdom that we are already getting from the Bible that we are reading. You already don't have any wisdom. So you, you need books of wisdom, not words of wisdom. Books of knowledge. You need chapters of knowledge, not just a word. Chapters and sentences of knowledge and of wisdom. Hallelujah. 
And I tell you, my brother, my sister, as we follow on to understand who God is and what God is through his word, and we get more and more of God's wisdom, our lives will never, never be the same again. Are you listening to me? All right. So I want us to go to Isaiah chapter 11. And um, I want us to look at a very powerful scripture we looked at yesterday. Verse 2. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. It says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom. The Spirit of understanding. The Spirit of counsel and might. And the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes neither shall he reprove after the hearing of his ears amen now notice here these seven different spirits that are mentioned the first one in Isaiah 11 verse 2 is what the spirit of the Lord the second one is the spirit of wisdom then the next one and spirit of understanding the next one is the spirit of counsel and the next one is the spirit of might. And the next one is the spirit of knowledge. And then of the fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now listen carefully. I believe with all my heart that God has great things in store for you at this convention. And that even as I am preaching what I'm preaching about, I am preaching because it is a manifestation of the anointing of the Spirit of God on my life to talk to you about what I am talking to you about. Are you listening to me? Because the Holy Spirit can be discerned by understanding what 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I think verse 7 says, that for the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit us. That the spirit of God's workings can be approved, as it were, noticed by noticing that his manifestation is actually coming to help and to benefit. Especially based on what is needed. If a gift of healing is needed, a gift of healing is given. If a, if a manifestation of wisdom is needed, a manifestation of wisdom is And I believe with all my heart that God wants to bring us into a certain place of deliverance and blessing now one of the reasons why i believe that god really is elevating many of us here is because i believe that god has a special calling for our church you see god has a calling to use us in many nations of the world you see in many nations of the world people do not no longer pray there are no longer groups even in ghana there are no longer groups like Calvary Road Incorporated, where I was trained to pray. There are no longer groups like Joyful Way Singers and so on in many places where people sing for the Lord and people work for the Lord, even at a tender age. And so I believe that God has raised us up with a special mission to go into many parts of the world where even the knowledge of God 
does not exist. And many of us who are here today will not be here tomorrow. Not because you are orangus, but because you are missionaries sent out somewhere by whatever circumstance, maybe some by circumstance, some by job, some by this, some by whatever, to places. And you are going to go with the word of God and with the wisdom of God. Now, to continue doing the great things that God has given for us to, for us to do, we are going to need great wisdom. We are going to need length of days in our right hand and then riches and honor in our left hand. Without these two blessings of the Lord, we cannot last, we cannot continue, we cannot do what God has called us to do. And I cannot do what God has called me to do, except you people help me to do it and stand with me. Because, you see, I am just the tip of the arrow, but the, an arrow or a spear is nothing without the shaft. So even it's just the tip which you always see killing the lion. But actually, without the shaft, the thing cannot even be thrown. So the reality is that your presence and your rising up and your promotion, your elevation. The Bible says, exalt her, she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Your being honored and your being promoted is very important to me. And it's very important to God. It's very, very crucial for God's will and God's work to be done. It's important for me that you be honored in this life. It's very important for the work of God that you will be honored and promoted. It's very, very vital that God should lift you out of wherever you are into a higher place because of the plans of God that he has for this ministry. Many of you have been around long enough to know that God has a plan and he's doing something great in this ministry that must continue that must go to different parts of africa different parts of the world all over the world and god needs men and women of a certain caliber who are going to make it possible people with understanding people with real wisdom people who fear god people who have the fear of god the chiefest part of wisdom in them who are going to go to every part of the world who are going to stay here and who are going to be full of God's glory, to be able to let the work of God go. So it's very, very important to the Lord. Very, very, very important. You may think that it is important for you to marry, but it's more important for God for you to marry. You may think that it's important for you to have a child, but it's more important for God for you to have a child for God. Some of you think that it's important for you to have a, a job, that it's you who it benefit. but God wants you to have a job. God wants some of you, God wants you to travel. Some of you are not supposed to be here. You are going to, by the time we finish this place in the left and the right i say from the left and the right it's going to be there hallelujah believe it in jesus name. i see god releasing thousands of blessings upon his people in jesus name never doubt never never doubt never never fear never doubt what god is doing in these few days as we are in his presence hallelujah because i know that god is going to touch you and God is going to bless you. Even as the word of God comes, it's a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Words of wisdom for, your, for you, words of knowledge. Tonight, I want us to talk about the children of wisdom. The children of wisdom. Let's read Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Okay, sorry, just go to Luke uh, 7, rather. Luke 7. Um, slight mix up there, but 
Okay, it's Matthew eleven nineteen. But uh, you go to Luke seven. It's the same thing. We'll come back to the Matthew seven. Ma- Matthew uh, eleven. Uh, Luke seven. Luke seven. Verse thirty one. It says, and the Lord said, Whereunto then shall I liken the men of this generation? And to what are they like? Verse thirty two. They are like unto children sitting in the marketplace and calling one to another and saying, We have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned to you and you have not wept. Verse 33. For John the Baptist came neither eating bread nor drinking wine. And you say he has a devil. The son of man is come eating and drinking. And you say, behold, a gluttonous man and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. Verse 35. But wisdom is justified of all her children. (laughs) wisdom has children tell somebody sitting by wisdom has children I'm going to introduce you to the children of wisdom one by one I said I'm going to introduce you to the children of wisdom one by one You you have to meet them personally and get to know them Matthew chapter 11 verse 16 the same thing it says but whereunto shall i liken this generation it is like unto children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows and saying we have piped unto you and you have not danced we have mourned unto you and ye have not lamented For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he hath a devil. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, behold, a man gluttonous and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. Amen. Now, what this means traditionally is that wisdom is justified. Now, what did I say yesterday? I was telling you yesterday that wisdom is the way you think. Amen. It's the way you think. And that is what is called wisdom. Because the way you think makes you live your life in a particular way. That's wisdom. The way you analyze is wisdom. I want you never to forget this. If you're looking for a wise man, you look for a man who thinks in the right way. Because not everybody thinks in the right way. And the way you think leads you to certain places in this life. When you're thinking, nobody would ever accept that his thinking is not the thinking of wisdom. 
everybody would like to say that my thoughts are the thoughts of wisdom. But dear friends, I want you to know that not everybody, not all of us at all stages in our life have thought with thoughts that are wisdom thoughts. And we need to know what are wisdom thoughts so that our lives can get to a certain place. Now he went on to say that wisdom is justified of her children. Now if wisdom is the way your mind works or the way you judge, for instance, you listen to me preaching. Somebody will think about my preaching in a certain way. Somebody will think about it in another way. Somebody looks at me and immediately says to himself, oh, this is a foolish boy. He's just talking by heart. Uh, these young boys who have come today, etc. That is one way of thinking. And there are a whole lot of people who think in that way. Somebody will look at this man and say, oh, this guy is just looking for money. That is why he's doing what he's doing. That is also another line of thought. Another person says, oh, this is a pastor who is trying to do whatever. And that's one line of, another person thinks, oh, this is an anointed man of God. Somebody looks at me and says, this is my boss. Somebody looks at me and says, this is my pastor. Somebody looks at me and says, this is my father. I mean, everybody has a different way of thinking. And the way you think leads you to certain places. You see, the way you think is also the way you analyze issues. And the way you analyze also determines the kind of decisions you take for your life. Some years ago, I took for my life a decision. A decision to be in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. I took a decision. Uh, Reverend Saki took a decision in the same way. Uh, Pastor Eddie took a decision in the same way. And so on. And we took decisions for our lives to do certain things with our lives. Now, it takes a certain way of thinking and analysis to put you in a certain place or to make certain decisions for your life. That's the way your thinking is going. And that way of thinking will give rise to certain children. I said the thinking and the analysis and the judgment and the decision will give rise to set a certain group of children. Now, the Bible says that wisdom is justified of her children. What does it mean? It means that, it means that if you look at the products of the thing, then it justifies that way of thinking. Did you get that? If you look at the products of the children, those children that you see justifies that way of analysis. In other words, if it was the right thing to give myself to the ministry some years ago, then the products of that decision justify or condemn that decision. Are you there? The products of that way of thinking say whether that way of thinking is good or not. Now, if for the last 10, 20 years, you have been thinking in a certain way, Analyze it in a certain way, my sister, my brother. And your life today is not where you would like it to be. I want you to know that you are sitting there as a result, those, that situation, those products of your life, whether it is poverty, whether it is lack, whether it's destitution, whether it's unhappiness, is as a result of the way your mind has been working, therefore the way you've been analyzing, therefore the way you've been judging issues, and therefore the way you've been taking decisions in the past and that's why jesus said because jesus compared himself with john the baptist john the baptist was fasting throughout his church was in the wilderness he didn't plant his church near where people were he didn't know about church growth 
So he didn't plant in residential areas. He planted his church far. But it worked. And a lot of people came. Jesus came to town and moved through the crowds. John the Baptist, no healings. Jesus came with healings. All of them had results. And the Bible is saying that this way, it's, it's confirmed that this way is a good way because of the results we saw. This way too is also confirmed that it's a good way because of the results that we saw. So the results of your life are a result of your thinking. Your thinking, your analysis, your judgment. If Ghana has had wise leaders for the last 43 years, 44, 45 years, we can know by looking at the product of our leadership. The, 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 the outcome of that kind of leadership tells us whether we have been ruled by wise people or by wisdom or by foolishness. I cannot call being a highly indebted poor country one of the poorest in the world after 44, 45 years of independence a fruit of wisdom. It's not wisdom. Ghana gave Korea money. Two million dollars or some six million or some amount of money. I don't know how much. Um, 1950 something or when I was here. We gave Korea. You go to Korea today and compare. I'm not talking about spiritual things. I'm talking about physical things. You go to Korea today and you see clearly there's a difference between Ghana and that country. Our poverty and our destitution is a result not of wisdom but of human craftiness. Human cleverness. People looting the country's coffers. Taking away millions of dollars looting our mines and our cocoa fields and the banks and all sorts of crafty deals cleverness of man has brought us to where we are because ghana is not full of poor people or a poor it's not a poor country ghana is a very wealthy country full of intelligent people but the kind of wisdom and the kind of thinking that has led us for these years has brought us to a place have brought us to our knees Till we are seen as beggars. Till we have to pray and anoint people with oil so that they can get visas. Till we are the beggars and the, and the destitute of this world. And we are seen as poor, ignorant people who don't know much and cannot help themselves. Until we are gradually being recolonized by white people. Now, there is nothing we can do about that. That is why I wouldn't bother to go into all that. Because I don't think there's much we can do about it. I don't know if there's going to be any change. But it doesn't really matter if there's no change. There can be change within your four walls where you are going to live. That is what, that's, what, that's what matters. I said that's what matters now. For the whole country, if I was a politician or I was a head of state or I was a minister, then I'd be very concerned about trying to change some of those things. But I don't think... I can change and I don't think that is my calling to try and change what 
is happening in the whole country. But what can change is what's happening in your life personally. And I'm saying that even though that this is supposed to be a highly indebted and poor country, yet there are people who prosper within this highly indebted and poor country. And in the name of Jesus Christ, you are going to be one of the people who prospers and is highly blessed in this nation. No matter what they call us, they may change us to VV Hippic, very, very highly indebted uh, poor, VV Hippic, or whatever. Vipic. They may change us to Vipic. They may do anything. But I predict and I prophesy that by the wisdom of God and by the children of that wisdom, you will never lack in this country. In fact, people will come from G7 nations to come and visit you and discover that the Lord has indeed established you and blessed you and raised you up in the land and in the nation. Hallelujah. And so I want you to, I want you to have in mind that Lord whatever you are going to give me lord i want it because wisdom the anointing the manifestation from god the manifestation of wisdom a word of wisdom the teaching of god's word and the words of knowledge that are coming for you are the things that are going to give you length of days in your right hand and riches and honor in your left hand the manifestation of the spirit of god the bible says the first one is the word of wisdom First one, first one, first manifestation. If you say that the spirit is on you and you are anointed, let me see wisdom. Yeah. Now I'm going to show you the children of wisdom now. If you don't have those children in your life, then you don't have wisdom. I didn't say it and I'm not going to read you my book that I've written I'm going to read the Bible which was there before we all came amen now somebody will say what is the use of wisdom let me tell you something we are this is an Easter period so let me tell you something the thief who died on the cross he he Jesus asked Jesus he said to Jesus Lord if this evening we can you can speak to somebody in paradise so that I can be admitted. Jesus said, today, you'll be with me. No problem about that. This guy did not need Phanerosis conventions. He did not need wisdom revelations. Because he was not going to be on earth any longer than a couple of hours more. But for us who are under the sun, we need this principal anointing you see wisdom is the principal anointing for under the sun it's what is needed to make it under the sun that is why when you read the book of ecclesiastes you hear the expression under the sun under the sun under the sun i have seen something under the sun under the sun and he keeps on speaking about wisdom and so under the sun because under the sun those of us who are under the sun the principal thing that we need to make it under the sun is wisdom are you under the sun turn to ecclesiastes and let's see what is under the sun ecclesiastes chapter one verse 
12. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesial. Notice verse 12. I the preacher was king over Israel in Jerusalem. And I gave my heart to seek and search out thy wisdom concerning all things that are done under heaven. This sort of veil hath God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. Verse 14. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun. And behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. <laughs> that which is crooked cannot be made straight. And that which is wanting cannot be numbered. That's why we are not trying to change Ghana. That which is crooked cannot be made straight. <laughs> oh God, help us. Are you crooked? Are you crooked? You are not crooked. So you can be made straight. But I don't know about this country. But I'm saying that this thing, the man said, I have seen. So you will see that expression. Because if you read Ecclesiastes, you see all this vanity, all this vexation of spirit, all this, this, this. At the end of it all, you realize that he's not talking about God. He's talking about life under heaven and under the sun. That is, that is what is vexation of spirit. That is what is useless. That is what is all vanity. That is what is tiring. He saw everything and he became tired. If you read it, you sort of get a helpless feeling about life. But it's because he's talking about life under the sun, under heaven. But at the end of it, all, he says that the conclusion of the whole matter is to fear God and to keep his commandments. Are you listening to me? That is the conclusion that he comes to. So now, I am going to give you, you see, this convention, like I said, it really d- depends on those who want it. Because I don't, I always have learned, you know, one of the, that th- 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 I've learned, I've learned from working with God that everything is not for everybody. It's for those who are appointed and those who desire it. Not everybody can have it. I mean, not everybody can have it, not because God doesn't want to, but not everybody wants it. Not everybody wants what God has. You can say and say and say and say. So these days, I try to do things so that I'm left with those who really want it. And then I give it as the Lord is giving it. Amen. So I'm not in a hurry because I'm going to show you so many important things. And I'm, I'm just going to rush through these children of wisdom. And then after that, we have tomorrow where I'm going to share with you some very, very vital things about how to begin to enter into wisdom. Right now, I'm showing you these children so that you know whether you have or you don't have. Do you think you have when I start reading the things? <laughs> now, turn to Ecclesiastes. You are in Ecclesiastes, isn't it? Children of wisdom, number one. We are going to write all his children down. Or her children. Sometimes... Bible refers to wisdom as a person. And I think that sometimes Jesus is, in, is personified as wisdom. Is that not so? Alright. Now, are you in Ecclesiastes? Alright. Chapter 2. Child number 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Verse 4. And somebody should write it. I'm sure Pastor Eddie is going to write them all down. Number one, building of houses. 
building of houses is one of the children. First child. Anybody who has built a house is manifesting, it's a, man, it's a phanerosis of wisdom. <laughs> How many are excluded in phase one? <laughs> now, now notice, look at Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse, you know who wrote Ecclesiastes? Verse 12 tells us, Ecclesiastes 1 verse 12, it says, I the preacher was king over Israel in Jerusalem. Who was that? Solomon. Is that not so? Verse 13, he says, I gave my heart to seek and search out by wisdom all things that are done under heaven. This sort of travail has God given to the sons of man to be exercised therewith. Verse 17 of Ecclesiastes chapter 1. It says, and I gave my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly and I perceive in fact that this also is vexation of spirit verse 18 for in much wisdom is much grief and he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow you see this thing is true you know as I have grown up I never used to be interested in politics and in the country how many have noticed that when you were a child and you saw your parents watching the news you were wondering why they were watching the news raise up your right hand See, but as you grow and you know more, you know, the man who is minister of agri, minister of finance, you know him, you know what they are up to. You get it? And you also know some financial things. And you know some things which make sense and don't make sense. And so as you watch them, you become perturbed and disturbed. It's because you know more. Because increasing knowledge increases sorrow. And you become this ever there are time last i remember last year at a point i wasn't last year or the year but i was preaching about leadership and at the point i had to stop because it was like every example that i had about leadership and in fact at the point i said that the best bad examples of leadership are african leaders african political leaders is the best example of bad leaders i mean look at ghana after 40 years, look at how poor we are. Look at a doctor. Look at, don't let me start. What is a nurse? Jesus, if they were singers in America and they were made the, the most popular uh, singers of a, in the country, can you imagine the kind of, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, the kind of uh, money and blessing that they would have? If it's a blessing, it's a blessing some, to some extent. If you are, if you are, if you are somebody, if you are in Ghana and you are a lawyer, I was looking at one lawyer as he was going home the other day, you know, just struggling, sweating, no car. Man, that is, that is what our leadership has given to us. It's bad leadership. Me and I'm a catcher who say it's bad leadership. Bad leadership. Go and tell them, I say they are all bad leaders. If they say they are good leaders, they should show us the fruit of their, the children. Children, they should show the Bible says wisdom is justified by her children. And Luther said the children will come and defend that way of thinking. The manifestation is the children. They will come one by one and explain that their presence defines the goodness or the foolishness of what they are thinking. So when Solomon was wise, God gave him wisdom. 
Look at the first thing that he did, and you will see how it's absent in Ghana. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 4. It says, I made me great works. <laughs> Number two, I built, I, I left that one out because I don't want to go into that. But I said, I built me houses. Look, a wise man is a man who has built houses. And in Ghana today, Ghana today, look at this area. Sharks and hats. As though we are in the 19th uh, uh, 19 century. In fact, one day I came with one bishop and was standing on the rooftop and he said, he looked around, he said, there's no 20th century building in this area. <laughs> he said to me, there's no 20th century building in this area. Now go through Accra. One day I came with a visitor and I drove through Accra. And as we were driving, I drove by uh, Osu uh, and other places. And so he asked me, so where is, where is the city? <laughs> where is the city? I said, this is the city. This is the city. You see, it's a sign of wisdom working because it takes wisdom to build. Anybody who has a house, mark now, you have got one of the children of wisdom. Ah, children of wisdom. Children of wisdom. Children of wisdom. Child number one. Harry, come and be the first child and be here. These are the children. Come and this one is houses. Don't forget your name. You are houses. When I ask to introduce you to the congregation, sit down, sit down on the, on the carpet. When I ask you to introduce yourself, you just introduce yourself. You, you are houses. My name is Houses Harry. Huh? Now, let me tell you something. If you are wise, decide to build a house first. Me, I have a house. I have my own house. And I'm saying this, even though I know that there may be people here who are devil spies, who want to make problems for people. I'm saying it to help you that I have my own house that belongs to me personally, not to the church. <laughs> uh, give me a mic. I need a mic. Huh? I said, I have my own house. It's, it's a sickness that we have in Ghana. When the president of Ghana leaves office, he doesn't have a house. Oh man, there's nothing you can say anywhere. It's this foolishness and stupidity to the highest infinity degree. Not, not to the president, but to the country. That somebody will work for the country for 20 years in the highest office. When he finishes, even we the country, like crabs, we are out there to prevent him from having a house. We've got a problem, a major problem. Show me your house, and I'll show you you've got one of the children of wisdom, one. Every day you are buying papaya, you are buying 
Nando's. And you all know all those places. Some of you, your house, your roofing sheet and everything are in there. It's inside. <laughs> oh yeah. Why should you go? Why should you go to why should you go to Papaye when you don't have a house? And you see them. <laughs> give me uh, this thing. Two, two chicken, eh? And then three more tagines, okay? You have just put some iron rods inside your stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where is your house before you buy a car? Where is your house before you buy a car? I am teaching. I said, you can't do anything. I'm in Ghana. Look at Ghana. Even the president does not have a house. And, and the people are against them have a minister of state. When you finish working, you should have a house. It's a disgrace to our country. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace that the ministers have to live in houses made by the government. In Mount Bibi Okufor should stay in his house at the airport. I was happy when he was coming to vote. He came with his own E-class. And then he, he stayed in his own house at the airport. It's good. It's a good sign. I have to come and depend on the government for all these years. Ah! My pastors have their own houses. The pastors who have been working for years, they have their own house with roof and everything. And I'm very proud about that. Amen. Let me tell you something. Show me the buildings you've put up. And I will show you the first children of wisdom that you have. When I was driving my Renault 4, first, first is like this, and second is like this, and third is like this, and fourth is like this. The car was more than an oven that is baking bread. But I had a house. I was building a house. Ladies and gentlemen, show me the houses. Look at Accra. There's no skyscrapers, no buildings, no beautiful buildings. It's, it's an indication. No roads, no ro- roads. And these roads that have been built, IMF and others, World Bank came to draw it for us. That there must be roads, you must develop side roads. All these are IMF and World Bank projects that have been drawn for us. Why? Why do we, a white man have to come and build it for us? One bridge, and then we are celebrating. One Passover. Look at uh, 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 Obeche Bilante. If you like pass there at the wrong time, they will smash your car. Pray about it if you don't know how to drive and you are going to Obeche Bilante Circle or Tetequashi or Circle. And you are going, and you, if, if you have a new car, pray hard. And you will see them go. Go, 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 go to America, you will see. A road is going this way. A road is going on top. Another one is passing here. A train is on top. A plane is going this way. You see all at the same time happening. And we, wisdom, wisdom builds. Wisdom builds. Foolishness is there. Build for me. (laughs) I can't build it. I want papaya. Nando's. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Next one. I planted me vineyards. 
Next sign of wisdom, farms. Farms. Uh, Michael, come and be the farm. This is a farm. Vineyards, farms. Sit on the, you are a farmer. You have, these are farms. These are houses. Recently, I was traveling. When I got to Amsterdam, I looked out of the window and I considered it. The Lord began to speak to me and showed me instruction. I just saw all the fields arranged. Arranged. As far as your eye can see, all the, they are cut. Cut. But you just take from Accra and go to Winneba. On the way, you see bush here and bush here. And you'll be going, ah, bush here. And then we'll be importing rice from white men. Hundred million dollars every year. Foot and mouth chickens and uh, mad cows are coming to us. When they can't eat it, they will just put it. Africa, I'm a small affair. Bring it to, bring it to Africa. <laughs> tell me I'm lying. Tell me that I'm lying. Tell me that I'm lying. Tell me that I'm lying. You tell me that I'm lying. We, we have bushes throughout as you drive through. That's by Solomon. He received wisdom from God. He made me great works. I builded me houses. I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards. And I planted trees in them. Having a garden in your house or having a garden is a sign of wisdom. Uh, love will come and be a garden. Now in, in Ghana, we don't have gardens. Okay, it's not even important. When you drive around, you say, but all of us, we want to go abroad because there they've planted gardens. They've planted beautiful gardens. Nice things everywhere is nice. But you see, Kolegono, we tried to plant garden outside here. They came to sit on all. They came to sell this thing there. They came to do poo-poo there. Everything, batting, everything. Sport. Now I've left all that place. You try. You try. If I don't, I'm not wild. These my few trees that I planted in there. They will, you should see how I'm wild in here. I, I go, I said, this tree, before you can plant and a tree will grow like this. It's a very valuable, intelligent people don't just cut down trees. It's because we don't have trees in Accra that Accra is so hot. Go to Kumasi, even just reach in some and then see the weather has changed. It's we who are, sw- I don't know why they made Accra the capital. Capital should have been somewhere else. Hot weather, no tree. Read on. So, uh, what is your name? And then you are. Ha! <laughs> and you are what? Gardens. Okay. <laughs> he thought he was Nando's. The next one, I made me pools of water. Swimming pools. Swimming pools are good things. The best exercise, they say, is swimming. In Ghana, if you go and swim, they will say you are a rich man. Also for Sikeni. Another young man should come. Swimming pool, come. I planted trees. I made me pools of water. Verse 7. I got me servants. 
and maidens in my house. Servants and maidens. When you are a person who has people who work for you, you are a man of wisdom. But if you have never been able to rise to the point where somebody also works under you, you have not received that wisdom that makes you rise to the point where there are people who work under you. Pastor Eric, come and be the servant. Please don't forget what you are. Find somewhere. Don't be afraid to sit on the carpet because in Korea, when you go to Korea, you see that you are all sitting on the carpet. When I went to preach there, they made us take off our shoes. We all all sat on the floor. The next one. Also, I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. Possessions. Possessions. It is in Ghana that video is something that is stolen. That they steal video and TV. Look, when you go to America, they don't have walls around the houses. They don't have burglar proofing. They don't have these things are not it's not of no value. It's of no value. TV. Television. And other things that we still they are of no value. We have few possessions. That is why our possessions are so important to us. It's the lack of wisdom. When you have wisdom, all these are nothing. You'll be so surprised. Sometimes I travel and I tell the people, do you remember when you were praying, believing God for video? How many are believing God for video over here? Raise up your hand and begin to receive it in Jesus' name. Uh Aha! Great possessions. Great possessions. I need somebody to be the great possession. All kinds of sound systems. Uh, What? Videos, TVs. A young man here. Good. Everybody here, as you see your name, so shall you be. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) all right verse 8 verse 8 notice (laughs) i gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar treasures of kings of the provinces you will gather silver and gold real gold and real silver who is going to be the gold and silver gold and silver how many want wisdom these are the children of wisdom now what has Ghana got negative gold and silver we are owing people gold and silver we owe highly indebted when you are wise you won't owe people will owe you And when you are wise, you will have money and you will not owe. Now, if you look at Lighthouse as a church, give me the mic. You will notice some of these characteristics. 
You are what? Silver and gold. Hello, brother. Brother? Silver and gold. You notice that God has given us. How many notice that God has given us silver and gold? You are what? Swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> these are the children of wisdom swimming pools okay we don't have a swimming pool but maybe we can have a swimming pool one day houses houses do you know the light as we got church buildings we have got buildings in Accra Labadi uh, Mataheko Teshi uh, Kumasi Tema Tamale, Takradi, Cape Coast, Ejura, London, all over. We have buildings. Oh, yeah. You say your name is what? Houses. Houses. The children of wisdom. Your name is what? Farms. Farms. Okay, we don't have any farms. <laughs> but does Ghana have farms? Great possessions. Great possessions. Look at our drums. Kungas. Look at my microphone that I'm speaking from. Servant of God. Servant of God. We have people, servants. Servants is like employees, workers. We have lay workers and we have full-time workers. Plenty, baby. We have more than 200 pastors. Uh-huh. Gardens. Gardens. Look at the gardens. And you see the trees there? Look at the tree. Ah, look at the tree. Is there any of the children I have not asked? I've asked all of them. Very good. So we are going on. These are the children of wisdom. When you have wisdom, you will build a house. Mark number one, number one, number one. Everybody here, ask anybody under the sound of my voice, lift up your hand and pray. Father, thank you for the sense and wisdom to own houses and build houses and gain property in the name of Jesus. Lord, if our country will not, our people shall do it for themselves. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let's read on, continue. I gathered me gold and silver and peculiar treasure of kings and provinces I got me singers and women singers and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments of all sorts, sound systems. You see, in those days, you couldn't have a sound system to play, so you have to get a live. Somebody should come for sound systems. Live bands. But in your house, you can have more than a live band. Sound system. You need sound system in every room in your house. I was listening to one guy who was talking. He said, I've got a, he was mentioning the number of sound systems and the number of televisions in his house. You create an atmosphere for your, a wise man is an atmosphere controller. You control the atmosphere in your house. Mike Meadows said he has loudspeakers on all the trees in his house. Control the atmosphere in the garden. He has, he said he has, he has all animals in his house, including lions. He keeps lions in his house. All these things, <laughs> all these things are fruits of wisdom. Read on. You are, the last man was what? Sound system, musical equipment. How many are believing God for sound systems in your house? It's a fruit of wisdom. 
Let's go on. I got me singers and women singers and the delights of sons of men. Verse, verse 9. So I was great and increased more than all that were before me. Greatness. Greatness. Is Ghana a great nation? And make our nation great and strong. Are we a great nation? You see, when I was in medical school, they used to tell us, oh, you know, Ghana Medical School is one of the best medical schools in the world. Our products are really respected all over the world. We are really in demand, blah, 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 blah. They used to say all that. When I went abroad, I realized that it was not so. I realized that although in our own world, we think we are something, but when you go out, you realize that you are nothing. Greatness. Somebody should come for greatness. Greatness is moving. Uh, greatness is moving from the back. Well, people are fighting. Now, so I was great and increased, increase, increase. Let me tell you, everything that you are doing, if you are wise, it will increase in your hands. It will not decrease, it will become more. I said it will become more. Increase is a sign of wisdom. More of what you have originally is a sign of wisdom. Now, if we take our universities, have we increased the number of universities? No. But in other places, they have increased. And have Lighthouse, have we increased the number of churches? Have we increased the number of pastors that we are pretending now? Are we increasing the number of souls and the congregation and the attendance and all that? All those things are increased. Increase is, comes as a result of wisdom. If you are having a shop, and you are having a, a, a turnover, increase is a sign of wisdom. If you are not wise, your thing will never work. Let me tell you something. When you see two cars moving on the motorway, one is going fast and one is going slow, is the man inside the car. That is making the difference and not the car. The car is sometimes is a factor, but most of the time is the guy in there. The wisdom in there will make you go fast or slow. Amen. Are you there? So I want you to see that all these are the children, the products of wisdom. And I want to say that if you say that you are wise, all these things are going to be part of you. The next one, development. 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 Somebody should come for development. Development. The more developed you are, because Solomon said, all these things can be summarized as development. Building this, building that, build a Solomon's temple up till today. The remnants of that temple are there. Let's go on. The next one. Overcoming impossible situations. Overcoming impossible situations is another child of wisdom. The ability to overcome impossible situations in your life is a sign of adrenaline. Wisdom. Amen. Nyansa, is that not what they call it? Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Look at chapter 9, verse 14. It says, Now there was a little city with a few men in it, and there came a great king against it, and besieged it, and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, and he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same 
poor man. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. So wisdom produces, produces what? The ability to overcome impossible situations. Because when you are surrounded by troops and you are a little person in a, in a city and you are surrounded by a great king who comes with great bulwarks against you, you are in an impossible situation. Yet wisdom will cause you to overcome in that impossible situation and you will find yourself victorious in a very difficult situation. Now let me tell you here, if you live in Ghana, you are an in an almost impossible situation. If you are a businessman in Ghana, you are in, in, in almost an impossible situation. In many situations here, then it is impossible. If you are a student, there are many things that are impossible. It's almost impossible to go to university. It's almost impossible for your degree to be recognized. It is almost impossible for some of you to get married. It's almost impossible for some people to, get, to have children. Some people are, it it's impossible for you to ever find a husband or find a wife. You feel that nobody would ever, like there are impossible situations. Some people are facing divorce. Your homes are about to get broken. Things are not going as you would like them to go. And all the impossible financial situation, crisis, debts. How many are believing God that you will not owe any more money? Raise up your hand. Very good. But God is, can take you out of that where your back is against the wall. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.